Welcome to another edition of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker. With me, as always, is the Director of Technical Service. His name is Paul. Much debated, but his name is Paul. His last name's a Jameis. If you could spell it correctly, maybe we have a cookie for you or something like that. It will definitely give you a shout-out, except yeah. for the people who've got my business card. Then it doesn't count. <laughs> well, and really, if you just look yeah. at the show description, yeah, it's, it's name, right name's there. in there, yeah. So but I guess I, you don't get anything. No, no, but I dare you to find the J. <laughs> anyway, we are going to keep this train rolling. We have another interview that we did at SSPC Codings Plus. We hope you're enjoying these topics that we're bringing to you. We sure had a lot of fun recording them, maybe a little bit too much fun, if you know what I mean. One thing that I want to say, and both these guys will probably not like it, but on this episode, we're going to have Michael Woodward, who is our Carboline Southern Florida sales rep. Now, Michael wrote an article for JPCL, which is the industry trade magazine, and we're going to have a interview coming up with the publisher of that magazine. We sure are. But what's even more important about Michael in this article is that he won the JPCL Reader's Choice Award for that article. One little funny quip about that is, right after he was on the podcast, Michael tweeted out something about, thanks for having me on the podcast, guys, and making me famous. And my reply to him being famous is, one of us won an award to recognize our work in journalism. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. <laughs> so I think he's famous on his own. Maybe if we made him infamous. I, we should be able to do that. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. But in the meantime, if you need to get in touch with us, you can hit us on email at technicalservice at carboline.com. Jack's on Twitter at Jack underscore CTSP. I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. So we got to hang out at SSPC with our next guest, Michael Woodward. And one of the jokes that we always have in tech service is there is also a Trent Woodard who works for us. Who was also at SSPC. Who was also at SSPC. The difference between their last names is the extra W. So routinely, when I have to email one of them, I'm like, is Michael extra W? And uh, But what's even funnier about this is as we hung out with them at SSPC, they literally are like brothers. They don't look alike at all. No. There's about three feet in height difference between the two. But they are like tied at the hip. Yeah. And like I think we should form some sort of petition that they should just have the same last name. <laughs> just kind of make a, a smash them together. Like maybe they each get half a W. There you go. So Woodward. Woodvard. 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 Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> now nobody's listening to this thing no. anymore. Sorry, nobody, Michael. <laughs> nobody cares about what Michael has to say. But anyway, here's our great interview with Michael Woodward. This episode of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast is brought to you by your favorite electrolyte beverage. It is early in the morning on this one. All right. So here we are again, day number three at SSBC Codings Plus. And that's all I have to say about that. I think the entire conference had too much to drink last night because nobody's here yet. It has been a light march through the door. Now, if if you have never been to the SSPC conferences, Carboline's booth is right at the front door. As you walk into the conference, we are front and center. It has been a low flow of people through here this so morning. So far, yep. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring on our very own <laughs> Michael Woodward because he's kind of a big deal. He is an award-winning author. Hey, Thank Mike. you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Long-term listener, first-time guest. guest. First-time guest. Yep. 
I, I appreciate the opportunity to be on the on the show with you guys this morning. We need to figure out those initials and make that like a hashtag. <laughs> Long time, first time, you know. That way, that way, as we promote people as they're starting, you know, we can say, "Hey, hashtag whatever LT." I don't know that that's going wrong. I was just letting you go. I was going to see where where that went. If it ever made a like fluid thought, I don't think it was going to. Okay, it might be the lack of fluid causing the thought. <laughs> yeah. If you guys do not know, Michael is a sales rep for Carbaline in uh, Southern Florida, but he wrote a really great article for JPCL that was actually from October 2017. It was called "Troubled Bridge Over Salt Water." So the real question, Mike, is did you come up with that? I did. I did. It's a uh, you know, reference to, to some music there. Yeah, I, th- I thought it Bridge was... Bridge Over uh, Troubled Water. I thought it was uh, Mrs. Woodward that came up with that one. No. <laughs> she is the brains behind this operation. Let's face it. All right, so... Is it, isn't that how most of us end up being it? Absolutely. I've met both of your wives, and I know that is the <laughs> that truth. That is true. Fact. So anyway, Michael, let's uh, talk about this article. It's a about a bridge uh, repaint that you uh, did in uh, Miami. Go ahead and give us some details Yeah, it's here. Uh, the Miami Avenue Bridge. We got an opportunity. They were having some, some pretty serious intercoat delamination between the existing intermediate coat and the, the finished coat between the inorganic zinc primer. Uh, we were able to go out and help the Miami-Dade County with an opportunity to try to help them save some budget and save save some time on the schedule by doing some initial testing, adhesion testing, and all of that good stuff with uh, with a couple of, of our 635 surface tolerant product and uh, help them basically just save a ton of money on the project. And looking at the pictures, it looked like we were getting the opportunity to stick to some pretty good prepped steel because nothing was sticking previously huh well what and what you're seeing in the photos actually is the inorganic zinc that was that was shop applied the the inorganic zinc was in great shape i mean that is inorganic zinc specialty is providing protection to steel especially in salt areas absolutely and we you know in florida we get a we have a lot of experience with single coat applications of inorganic zincs with uh fpnl and also with our uh, friends over at the uh, Space Center. So we've got tons of, of testing and case histories. As you guys know, Carboline was awarded a 50-year service award at the Tampa SSPC show for the VAB building at Kennedy Space Center. That's right. We talked about that around episode, what, 13, 14, 15? Yeah, and if you remember, that's where three mils of inorganic zinc protected a structure for 50-plus years. Yeah. It's still going. That coating is older than me. And you. And me. And me. And yeah. you. That's the uh, true testament of the, of the Carbazinc 11, for sure. Absolutely. All right, it's that time again. It's that time to remind you that Carboline pays the bills for this thing. Now, one thing I will tell you is, you know, I guess they're letting us advertise us again. They sure are. And it's good that they are, because they're letting us go out on the road again. Letting us out of our cages again. That's so right. So I got the biggest smile on my face when they let me out. <laughs> so... Next month, March 24th through 29th, we're going to be at Nace Corrosion. We're going to be doing the same thing. We're coming back at you with live podcasts in the Carboline Trade Show booth. That's going to be booth 1800 at the Nashville Nace Corrosion 2019 conference. If the floor is open, we'll be there recording podcasts. Come by, get some socks. We got That's some right. cool got socks, socks for you, and maybe you'll learn a thing or two. All right. Again, we were challenged with was coming up with a, a coating system that was capable of adhering to the existing inorganic zinc, which I 
we don't know specifically whose inorganic zinc it was. You know, if we had known it was carbazinc 11 on there, for example, it would have been not a problem for us to, to determine we were going to maintain adhesion or gain the proper adhesion to have a successful project. So the unknown of, of whose zinc it was led us to doing some test applications on the, on the bridge itself, and we did it over some very marginally prepared surfaces because we wanted to give it the worst case scenario and then uh, do our adhesion testing from there. And as you can see from the article, we, we did adhesion testing on several locations. Then we got three A's and four A's on adhesion with, with our 635 and 133 LH system. That's one thing that we always stress in tech service and people a lot of times will roll their eyes or give us a grunt or anything like that. But Notice that he said they did a test patch of the proposed system. What that told them and gave them the ultimate confidence that the coding system that we were going to go with was going to work. It's not always the most ideal thing for people to do, but it is the way to make sure that you have ultimate confidence in your coding system. That's right. And looking at the way this project went together, they were able to get in early and do adhesion testing and do some analysis which really helped the project to stay on track so that you didn't cause costly delays in doing this after after the project had already started. Sure, because the alternative without that test patch is, guess what? Blast it all off, go back to bare steel. Right. And, and blasting to bare steel was going to really drive up the cost of the, of the budget on the project. So... You know, not to mention unproven unnecessary. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That was kind of the whole the whole gist of the the article. And at, at the end of, we basically came together as a team between the owner, the general contractor, the manufacturer, and our applicator, Champion Painting. We all came together, put our heads together, and developed a uh, developed a solution, a tough solution for an even tougher environment. Oh, in this I've instance. heard that one before. <laughs> which, which actually still goes along with our, with our current why of we can find a solution. Exactly. And this was, this was a perfect example of, of Carboline working together with the applicator and the asset owner to be able to just come up with a solution that everybody could work around, created the least amount of expense to, and in this case, honestly, to the taxpayers. Absolutely. Because you know, we're the ones who have to pay for these things. And plus, we were able to, it gave them the ability to be able to keep the bridge in operation. So they, they shut down one side and had dual lanes on the opposite side, left the bridge in operation so that the community, surrounding community, could access it without having to bottleneck because of scaffolding and because of containment issues Who you from kidding? blasting. There was still a bottleneck. There was a few <laughs> bottlenecks around, I'm sure. <laughs> it is Miami, after <laughs> That's all. That's right. All right, so once again, that's Carboline working together. That's a, it's a theme that we've seen almost, you know, we've recorded a bunch of these podcasts in the last uh, 48 hours or so. And one of the themes that we see time and time again is teamwork. And and that's not just with Carboline, that's with everybody in this industry. I'm a little bit like a broken record. Where I, that's one of the things I love about the industry is everybody throws in together and, and does the best they can to provide the best solution, not only for the owner, but for the contractor, for the manufacturer, and, and it's a win for everybody. It is, and, it, and it's nice when the record breaks in the right spot. So, Michael, thank you very much. You know, you're a big deal now, so thank you very much for stopping by the podcast. I appreciate the, uh, the invitation, guys. I also want to uh, extend a thank you to JPCO for the opportunity to write the article, and particularly Pamela Simmons, who, who really drove – the drove the bus in getting getting me to to completion and getting the the article published in JPCL for the October 2017 issue. 
And uh, one of my, actually a mentor, I'm going to give a shout out to Vaughn O'Day as well. He was the one that introduced me to Pamela and suggested that that we get together and be able to publish an article. So, you know, it's nice to have friends in the industry. Even though we're competitors, we can still be friendly and, you know, try to share each other's knowledge, which is what I really like about your guys' podcast because we keep it general enough and to the point where anybody can listen to it, gain some insight, gain some knowledge, and be able to take it into the protective coatings world. And that is really what we try to do is we, we try to make it everybody's job will go better, easier, faster, more productive, if we all just have the knowledge that we need. And that's what we try to do is just to let everybody know, hey, somebody has that answer. Frequently, we know who it is, and we can get in touch with them. So once again, that's Michael Woodard. (laughs) No, that's Trent Woodard. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Woodward, and he received the Reader's Choice Award from JPCL this year at our SSBC Codings Plus Conference. So congratulations again, Michael. Thank you. Safe travels. We hope you've enjoyed this episode as we continue to bring you interviews and podcasts that we did from our SSPC Coatings Plus. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Who put the line in carbon?